Hey everybody, this is Kimberly, anti-diet coach, holistic nutritionist, and self-empowerment aficionado. And you're listening to the Love Your Naked Ass podcast, the show that helps women just like you ditch their diets, kick their inner critic to the curb, and make peace with their bodies so they can focus on what's important in life, living it. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back. This is Kimberly from the Love Your Naked Ass podcast. I am so thrilled you're here for episode number two. I am just so happy to be here with you today. Now, on today's episode, we're going to chat about the almighty scale. Yes, you got it. That little box that sits on your bathroom floor that can literally ruin your day in an instant. Do you feel me? How many of you are sitting here listening to me speak thinking, how did she know? How does she know that scale makes my life miserable? Honey, I know because I was you. That's why. So let's pull up a chair. It's time we have a heart to heart. I'm just going to say it. I've never met a woman who had a healthy relationship to her scale. Ever. I've had women try to tell me they had a relationship that was positive with their scale. And every time we had a longer discussion about it, they realized it was the one thing that was hanging them up every single week. As much as I, we try to tell ourselves, right, that the number is just data, which it is, it's just a number, it's just a piece of data, we always end up using it against ourselves every single damn time, right? I know you're sitting there raising your hand. I can see you. Well, maybe not see you, but I can feel you. I get it. When I was finally healing from my eating disorder, please, stepping on that scale would set me back for days. Now, remember, I was trying to disappear. And so seeing my weight go up, just even a pound, scared the bejesus out of me. Now, intellectually at this point, I knew that I was going in the right direction. Listen, I was the one that asked to get help. I knew I needed to gain weight. Damn, if that number on the scale didn't have me staring at my food at dinner time, thinking, hmm, do I really need to eat this? It wasn't worth it to me at all. And I didn't have a scale for years. Okay. And a few years back, I literally bought a scale and I thought, I want to get toned and totally ripped. And I used a scale as a tool, at least I thought to measure and keep data. It was probably two weeks and I threw it away. Now, do I own a scale today? Yes, I do. My husband uses it every single morning. I have not stepped on that scale in over a year and a half. Why? Because I know what kind of damage it does to my brain. Any given day these days, I wake up loving myself through and through, regardless of what I look in the mirror, because Let me be clear, ladies. I don't look in the mirror every day and think that I look fantastic, okay? I don't. I'm human. But damn well sure that since I've not used a scale, I very much look in the mirror and say, you go, girl. You're almost 47 years old. You have everything to be proud of. You have a big heart. You have a great family. You have an aspiring career. You got lots going on. And it has very little to do with what I see in the mirror physically. You feel me? So let's talk about your scale story. 
Let me give you a couple of my clients' scale stories, just to see if you can relate. A couple years ago, I worked with a woman named Pat. And of course, I'm using different names to protect them in case they decide to listen to these podcasts. But Pat, she had been dieting for months, months. And her clothes fit better. And she had more energy. But the scale told her she gained weight. So by the time she started working with me, she had thrown her hands up in the air and she had been binging on junk food for weeks. When I first met her, she literally said she had been on a binge for a month. And it all started with that stupid little number that the computer in the scale told her she was at. And that meant she was unworthy. Or is your story like Maggie's? See, Maggie was getting ready to go on a blind date. And before she put on her dress, she stepped on the scale, expecting to see a certain number. She had been working hard up to this point for this big date. And when the number on the scale was higher than she imagined, she was so upset to the point of being distraught. She canceled her date because why would anyone want to date her? When she looked in the mirror, she looked like a beached whale. Or is her story like Jenny's? When Jenny turned 40, she decided she wanted to build more muscle and get into the best shape of her life. She started following a strict workout routine, and I'm talking strict. Six days a week, one day off, but she had to do something active on her seventh day. She never rested. She manipulated her food to ensure she had adequate amounts of protein. She eliminated most of the food she loved and spent weeks months busting her ass. And when she finally stepped on the scale after getting in the shower one morning, she was absolutely mortified with the number staring back at her. Can you see what all of these experiences have in common? Think about it. Are you like Pat, who is constantly dieting? And then when you don't see the number that you think you should see, you start binging? Or are you like Maggie, who literally puts off living her life and finding love because the number on the scale dictates her self-worth, and therefore she thinks dictates if a man would love her back? Or are you like Jenny, who literally envisions her body being a certain way, and when she sees the number on the scale, even though she looks fantastic, she can't see past that number? I know that you have something in common with one of these ladies. All of these ladies allowed a number to dictate their emotions and inherently their self-worth. And let me be clear, we're not any exceptions here. So it's time to be honest with yourself. How do you feel when you step on the scale? Do you think you're using it purely for data? Or do you find yourself wallowing and wishing for it to show you something different? Are you one of those people who stands on the scale backwards and tells somebody else to read it and write it down for you? Are you someone who stands on the scale and sees the number and then eats to oblivion? Or are you someone that stands on the scale and decides, nah, I don't really need to eat dinner tonight? In any of those options, it's not worth it. So I could just give you a tip and say, throw that damn box away. Seriously, throw it out the damn window. But Instead, I want to give you a few reasons why 
not only should you throw it out, but never rely on it again. Just two reasons, and I could give you more, but my top two reasons are this. Number one, first and foremost, it's not accurate. Now, on any given day, your weight can fluctuate by several pounds due to the fact that your body is made up of at least 60% water. Now, don't believe me? I have a trick for you because I've tried this myself multiple times because, you know, I'm a little bit thick-headed and need to prove to myself that something is right 100 times before I believe it. So what I want you to do is stand on the scale before you throw it away and record the number on a piece of paper. And then I want you to drink a glass of two or water, let it digest for about five minutes, go back and step on the scale. I promise you, your weight will increase in a matter of minutes. And that's just one example, ladies. Think about how much water you retain during your menstrual cycle. I don't know about you, but I can go up or down five pounds during my menstrual cycle. And the week of PMS, if I'm extra PMS-y, I'm definitely holding on to water weight without question. Does that mean I've gained weight? No, absolutely not. It just means your water ratio is higher during that time. That's it. And I just want to also point out that being a certain number on the scale doesn't necessarily make you healthy. Remember, my definition of healthy is being happy in your own skin, emotionally and physically. Are you those things when you step on a scale? Does it determine that for you? Number two, you are worthy and valuable just because you're you. And I want to say that again because I really want this to hit home. You are valuable and worthy because you are you. And that has nothing to do with your weight. Nothing. You are so much more than a number. You are this unique, amazing, beautiful woman. Please, please don't give your power away, especially to that shitty metal box. Now, for those metric girls, I hear you. Don't worry, I have you covered. If you need to keep metrics, rather than keep track of your weight or the number of grams of carbs you eat daily, and listen, I'm going to leave that for an entirely different podcast episode because I have a lot to say on that. Why not keep track of your daily gratitudes or how many good deeds you did in a month? Or better yet, let's start tracking all the self-care activities you do that make you feel amazing. Yes, I said it, self-care. Let's start tracking that. Do you have a daily standing appointment with yourself that is only for you? Do you take time for yourself to fill up your own cup? If the answer is no, ladies, that's where you need to start. That's what you need to start tracking. When I started to take care of myself, really immerse myself in self-care, my life changed. Now, please, don't misconstrue my words here. I am human, and I don't always do what I preach, believe me. But I know that when I participate in proper daily self-care, I'm happier, I'm healthier, I feel better in my own skin, and I have more to offer the world. So I'm going to step off my soapbox for today, and thank you so much for being here for episode two. I know it was short, but it was sweet, and I hope you got a lot from it. So again, thank you for joining me today. If you want to let me know your thoughts, I'd love for you to join my free Facebook group, The Happy Healthy Body, where we're going to start discussing every episode on the podcast, 
We're going to hold fun challenges, offer monthly trainings, and so much more. Until next time, enjoy the day. All right, that's it for this week's episode of Love Your Naked Ass. I want to thank you for being here with me, and I can't wait to chat with you next week. If you love this podcast, hit subscribe, tap to rate, or drop me a review. And be sure to follow me over on Instagram at Kimberly Riggins and join my free Facebook group, The Happy Healthy Body. Again, I'm Kimberly Riggins signing off, wishing you peace, love, wine, and of course, an abundance of chocolate. I'll see you next time.